we are recording video today for this podcast. That's exciting. Let's see if I'll actually share it this time. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about how to invest in yourself. And this is an episode that's specifically for online entrepreneurs, service-based entrepreneurs, anyone that's very excited and very enthusiastic to get in there and sign up with a coach, sign up with a program, and just kind of like shorten your time between wherever it is that you are now and to your next goal. And there's a lot of excitement around entrepreneurship when you first start, and there's so many options for what to invest in. So I'm really making this episode for like who I was in the beginning of my entrepreneur journey. And I'm giving the advice that I wish I heard that would have saved me a ton of money (laughs) and would have gotten me results faster because I would have invested in more aligned uh, opportunities. And yeah, so this is here for you. I really hope that it serves you in this way of like making more aligned choices because there's so much noise out there. Welcome to Openly Spoken. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, growth mindset and mindfulness mentor who loves to lead with quantum self-love. In this podcast, you'll get to hear real and unfiltered stories covering topics around spirituality, womanhood, healing, love, relationships, and more. This podcast is for spiritual, ambitious women who want to live a life that they are in love with and who are looking for a more aligned way to do things because... The world loves to tell us women what we quote, should be. So think of this podcast and my work as your guide to bring you back home to your truth and what makes you uniquely magical. Feel free to connect with me over on Instagram at selfexpressbabe, where I periodically share video content from the podcast and where my DMs are open for you to connect with me. I'm so grateful that you chose to listen in today and I invite you now to set an intention sit back, relax, and receive the transmission coming to you through Openly Spoken. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive in. So, wow. First of all, I can't believe it's May 31st already. I don't know what happened with the time. Um, Some exciting things with the podcast. So this will actually be the last episode of this season, Um, but we're not taking a break or anything. I decided for the month of June to start a new season just so that those episodes can be easy to find because for the month of June, I'm going to be featuring humans from the LGBTQIA plus community to amplify their voices, to share their stories, to bring voice to things within their community that average everyday people don't know about and anything that can help this community to, for us to all talk about more. Doing this, like giving this community a voice was a huge no-brainer for me because a part of, huge part of who I am is just being open to accepting all walks of life. And I'm very grateful that the upbringing I have, that the upbringing I had being someone who was born in Europe and brought to America at a young age. And um, my mom married someone who was a different race than we were. So like being exposed to different cultures is something that has been a part of my life since I was very young. I also grew up in Los Angeles, which is very diverse. I lived in New York for a a while, which is where, like, I moved to New York when I was 28, which was not, you know, I wasn't a kid. And I was surprised at how much I learned about the LGBTQIA plus community living there because I worked in Chelsea in New York. If you're familiar, if you're not familiar with New York, Chelsea in Manhattan has a huge community for LGBTQ. So that was where I learned, like when I lived there, that was when I first learned what gender fluidity was like that just had never been, I'd never seen it. I it's never, I never met someone that like, it hadn't even occurred to me. So how I grew up was kind of like, I was taught that 
there's so many different humans in this world and that that's like magical and that we are all worthy and deserving of love. And I think that's a truth that most humans don't recognize yet. And the more people that can discover that as truth, the more peace there will be in this world. I remember telling a few people that I was going to do this for Pride Month. And I got a few, you're going to lose followers for doing this. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like I'm here. I'm here to like the, the whole mission behind everything that I do, like the really deep mission. I'm here to open the world's heart. Like I'm here to deepen your empathy and for you to hear other people who are nothing like you. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you to hear them and to experience them so that you can maybe realize like, wow, this person at the surface seems completely different from me, but at the deep core layer, we're all the same. We're all the same. We're all connected. We're all part of this big, beautiful human family. And yeah, I probably sound like a crazy person right now, but like when you go through a spiritual awakening in your life, you come to this realization that we're all, mm, I can't even put words to it, but like I, I remember having this experience in my own spiritual journey where I got to a point where I'm like, I love every single person. I love all of them because it's so, wow, it's so hard to put this into words. It's more of a feeling. So I'm just going to describe what I'm feeling as I'm trying to talk here. It's this like expansive, heart-cracked, open, warm, big feeling of like, being connected with every single, not, not only with every single human, but with every single form of life on this planet. And even with every single thing, because I don't remember when I, when I came across this concept, it was at least a year ago where I was reading about how even inanimate objects are a representation of human consciousness. Like, for example, I'm looking across my living room and I see my husband's guitar. Like this guitar was thought of and invented and put together by human beings. So this guitar, you know, even though it doesn't think and feel like I do, it is a representation of consciousness because it took consciousness to create it. So then there's this like, oh, okay. I'm going down a huge rabbit hole. I hope that you, <laughs> I hope that you enjoy that rabbit hole. So yeah, for what's coming with the podcast, all of next month for the month of pride, we are going to be featuring humans in the LGBTQIA plus community. They're going to be sharing their stories of realizing their identity, sharing it with the world and whatever else comes up with how they run their business. Um, even some things in politics, like I have a, an interview tomorrow with one of the guests where we're going to be talking about the Trevor project. We're going to be talking about the don't say gay bill. So yeah, lots of juiciness coming for you in June. And then the right after that, the month of July. So the first Tuesday in July, these episodes always come out on Tuesday. First Tuesday in July is July 5th. And that will be the start of season four. And oh, I'm so excited for season four because these are the episodes that I've recently like had guests with. So Oh, I'm so excited. 
So with season four, this is the level of my podcast where I got to a point where I was like, oh my God, these women are just like inspiring. These women are just oh, so inspiring, so incredible. I feel so grateful that they're, that they're on my podcast and I'm so excited for you to learn from them. And yeah, this is, this is also why this, like, as I was doing these interviews the past, uh, the past like month, the episodes that have been coming out here, I've been kind of being like, okay, how can I move episodes around to lead more into like how the podcast is kind of evolving on its own. So when the podcast first started, I was talking more about like business stuff and like strategy things and like sharing my business journey and sharing other people's business journeys. And it was really more like business focused. And um, that's still a little bit of the podcast. Like what I talked about today um, has to, is like value for entrepreneurs, but um, the podcast in general is kind of like opening up to talk deeper about femininity, being a woman, love, healing, relationships, spirituality, all of that juicy, witchy, amazing stuff that I love to talk about. So I love that the podcast kind of just like naturally moved in this direction. And I am so excited to share it all with you. I hope that you tune into Pride Month. The first episode will be coming out next month. I mean, not next month, next week (laughs) with my friend Jane. And it was such a beautiful, it was a beautiful episode. And I'm so excited to share this stuff with you, especially if I'm not sure if I attract people who would be triggered, but if you are triggered, like I really gently invite you to open yourself up to hearing, to hearing other people, because no matter how different someone can seem on the surface, whether it's their sexual orientation, whether it's their religion, whether it's how they dress, we're all the same. It's so easy for us to see what's on surface level and kind of react from that perspective. Like how I shared earlier with how someone shared with me that most of us are in survival mode. It's easy for us to just judge based on external. It's really important to snap out of this like human trance that we live in, especially when it comes to today's episode topic of like making investments in your personal growth and in your future. Because like when we're in this trance, especially at a young age, like we live in a country where like, if you're listening from America, I know I have other listeners from different countries, but here in America, at least um, we're expected to like, know what we want to do with the rest of our life by the time we're like 16 or maybe 17, I would say like 16. Cause they make you like, you should be should. I don't like that word. I remember from high school that once you're in junior year, like you're already applying for college. So at that point, like to apply, there's a major you have to choose. And from my own experience, like choosing to study fashion design was in one way aligned and in one way not. Like it was aligned because I'm a very creative person and I know that art is some like art has always been a part of my life. It's always been a part of like self therapy for me. And I know that it's something that I can still weave into my business somehow. Not sure. Not sure how, but one day it would like art will have more presence in how I work with people. And then another way it was not aligned because being in the industry was very toxic for me. Like there's a lot of emphasis on what I'm wearing because that affects like getting hired and just lots of lots of like toxicity in that in, in that um, personal level and even at like a macro level of like the impact 
the fashion industry has on the environment. And like, once I got older and I got into um, hosting, hosting cleanup events and creating like initiatives in the neighborhood I was living in to have like beach cleanups and street cleanups in cities that were near the beach. Like I was so just like disgusted by the fashion industry in general. And I remember just being like, man, if I had this information available to me, I would have never studied this. And then at the same time, there was also like, okay, I studied this, like maybe I can go in and do something about it to change the industry. So like, yeah, all sorts of thoughts about it, but I forgot where this tangent started. <laughs> okay, so when you are starting in this business journey, knowing how to invest in yourself is like a very important skill that I don't feel I don't feel like people teach or talk about the skill of investing in yourself. It's more of like you hear more talk about like how to work with the law of attraction and how to manifest money and how money works and all that stuff. But there isn't enough talk around what I'm about to share with you in this episode. And that's why that's why I'm here, because there's so many things being offered to you as an entrepreneur. And there's so many quote, like things that you should quote, <laughs> things that you should do. Like there's all these people online saying you should do this, or this is the new strategy, do it this way, do it that way. And like that can be very difficult to navigate in the beginning of the journey because like from where I started, I was kind of in this space where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start a business. I've never done it before. So let me just like open my ears and eyes and listen to everyone else when that is good, but there's like a balance between listening to other people and doing your own stuff because all of the, all of the things offered online that are put out there to help you, they're marketed really well. They're marketed really well. Like they're designed to sell, which is a really good thing. But if you're making your investment decisions based on like their posts and what they are saying instead of checking in with yourself and your intuition, then you're leaving out a key piece of information that you always have available to you to know whether or not a program or anything that you invest money, time, or both into is worth it for you and is aligned with you. So it's my intention with this episode that this episode helps you make investments from an aligned place. And just a little disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor and this episode is in no way, shape or form designed to give you any financial advice whatsoever. I'm just here to empower you to develop authentic confidence in your decisions because I want you to grow and I don't want you to waste times, waste times. I don't want you to waste time in unaligned containers. And this, like everything I'm about to share is what I wish someone shared with me from day one. Instead from day one, what I heard. So let's start with the tip of money mindset, which of course, every, almost everything, like almost every kind of program that I've invested in starts with a mindset piece. And, um, Instead of being told, you know, to trust myself and some other tips that I'll go into today, the first thing I was kind of told was to work on money mindset. And it is important. And so let's just get into it before I give my little pieces of like what I don't like in the coaching industry around money mindset. So with money mindset work, you basically want to just uh, be a stalker of how you are talking about, how you are thinking about, and how you are feeling around money. And work on making this area of your life feel good because you making the right investments, when you release your money, you want to do it from a place where it feels good to release that money because that is that that is like the energy that you are putting in this like web of money that exists in this universe, right? And from a law of attraction um, perspective, you're going to attract more of this kind of like, I feel good energy into this money realm of your life. 
if you get to a point where it's the investments you make in every time you're spending, if you get to a point where doing that feels good, every time you're releasing money, it feels good. So um, a resource that I have for you, because I used to live paycheck to paycheck before I started my business and doing money mindset work is something that I've been doing for a little while. So I put together a little free guide for you. It's called Receptive to Money. I've shared it in an episode before, but in case you've missed it, there is a link to this guide in the show notes so you can download it there. So another piece that isn't in the guide, but is very good to note. So I probably should have mentioned to have a journal out and to take notes for this episode. Um, but I will also link, um, I'll link, I did a blog post for this. So I'll link the blog post in the show notes so that you can kind of see it in writing. Um, although when I talk here, I know that I will say way more than what's written. But so another key piece is looking into inner child work. And the reason why I bring this up is because when we are children, like from the time you're like zero to six or zero to seven, I don't really know the age, that is when your beliefs and programming is imprinted because we're in this brain uh, wave state. I think it's called theta brain wave, where you're basically in a state of hypnosis and you're like a sponge uh, absorbing in the beliefs of your parents, of caretakers of society, of people at your school, teachers, all of that, you're absorbing those. And those beliefs are then making up your future. So if you can invest in some work with a with a coach, with a book, with anything, um, whatever is available to you, we're going to get into that more too of like what level of investment to do. But if you can invest in inner child work and really look at what beliefs you have that you inherited that might not be yours. And uh, you can release those. And that's where you get to write a new future with money. So this is very, very important work. And I really, I really urge you to look at mindset work from more than just a thinking level. You need to look at it from like, I love to talk about how mindset isn't everything. Energy is everything. I think I had an episode about that a few weeks ago, which when I listened to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much more I could say. (laughs) So there'll be way more episodes about that coming up. But mindset work, like there's so many different layers to approach mindset work, for example, through the body. So like you can have, I've heard examples of like someone going in for acupuncture and starting to cry. Or like if you've ever been to a yoga class where You've been in like, typically it happens in, um, in a position where you're stretching your hips because the hips are where we store emotions past yoga teacher life brain coming to the podcast today. Um, so when we access these parts of our body where emotions are stored, like sometimes it can move some stuff. Sometimes, you know, you'll suddenly feel angry and you're like, what, where's this coming from? Or you'll suddenly cry. And like, that's the thing about it. Like you don't have to go into the mind and get lost in the story of like, this is happening to me because of X, Y, Z. It's more important that you feel and you move through the feeling. So keep that in mind when you're doing mindset work. And that's, that's really something that I like to call it holistic mindset work. When you bring in that you are more than your mind, you're also a body, you're also a spirit, like you are having a spiritual experience here as a human being in your body and looking at your beliefs just from a level of what you're thinking isn't enough. It isn't deep enough. So that's that's the work I do with my clients. So if you are looking for a coach to help you um, develop your growth mindset and develop your mindfulness, then I would love to work with you. So there's also a link in the show notes for that. So let's go on to our next tip. So first tip was money mindset work. Second tip is to decide what you want to invest in before you're being offered something. So this can look like setting intentions for your week, setting intentions for your month, setting intentions every quarter, setting intentions every year, some sort of plan, or you can even do like a wish list of like, I really want to 
work with this person. I really want to learn how to do like Facebook ads this year or like whatever it is that you want to learn or you want to accomplish in your business, make a wish list for it and, and create some, like the reason why I bring this up is because like when you can design it first, like design, like this is what I'm going to invest in. Then when you go online, you're not going to be as, um, I just realized my ring light is still on, even though I turned the video off, let's turn that off. Okay. So if you can come from a place where you have your action plan and your intentions, you're less likely to fall into this kind of like reactive state of buying something because you got excited. Like, you know, the shiny object syndrome of like, oh my God, the program over there looks so great. Let me, let me go into that. And, um, that isn't always wrong. I'm I'm not like just disclaimer, like I'm not telling you what you should and shouldn't do. I'm just giving my thoughts on this and my advice based on my own experience. And also like the words that I wish I would have heard back in 2020, you're going to make a wish list or a plan. So what I want you to keep in mind with this wish list or plan is that don't be so rigid with it unless that's what you need. So I am all about discovery and learning new things. So yeah, sometimes new things will come into your consciousness that you didn't even know existed. Like I remember when I started my business in 2020 and I first learned about NLP, I was so fascinated and I realized that like NLP work was uh, incorporated into some things that I've done before. Like for example, the Landmark Forum and the Landmark Advanced Course and and all these um, programs that I've done for my self-development at Landmark and with other people have really been heavily NLP focused. I just didn't know that it was NLP because it wasn't it wasn't offered that way. And they were coaching me rather than teaching me how to coach. So when I found NLP, I was like, whoa, this is fascinating, like learning how the brain works and stuff like that. But because I didn't know what NLP was until 2020, I couldn't have sat down in 2019 being like, I'm going to invest in learning NLP this year. (laughs) So make your plan and give yourself a little bit of grace to to edit the plan, to revise it, to check back in, to always look back at it. It's it's like the same with goals or intentions, whichever word resonates with you more. You want to always be revisiting them and always be asking yourself, like, is this still aligned with me? Because you're always growing, you're always shifting, you're always changing, and you don't have to hold on to things just for the sake of being consistent. Like you do want to be consistent. Like there's a but there's a balance, you know, you don't want to be so rigid that you lose all your creativity and you lose all your joy and, you know, that you lose the fun of it. You want to do the balance that feels great for you. So like for me, for example, my essence is very feminine. So I really thrive on giving myself room for flexibility and room for growth, but because my essence is so feminine, sometimes I can get into that side um, of the energy spectrum a little bit too much. So I really need that masculine energy of discipline and of action plans and of strategy to come in to like kind of hold me, if that makes sense. And I'll do a I'll do a podcast episode about masculine and feminine energy, like a solo episode. And there are some there are some interview episodes coming up about that. Okay. So decide before being offered. Let me just check in if there's anything that, that I still want to share with this, with this tip. Yeah. I mean, really, really it comes down to setting your own intentions because your intentions can kind of act as like a little map so that you can know which steps to take next, like your intention, you setting intention can be kind of like your strategy or like your masculine container for your feminine to be free, which if that didn't make sense, 
to you. Don't worry. There's going to be some episodes explaining masculine and feminine energy. So yeah, setting your intentions, because if you don't set your intentions before you go into the online space, you kind of give this space for like other people to set your intentions for you and other people to tell you what you need. And it takes away your own power, your own sovereignty. And that's at least what it did for me. Like I got so excited about this business thing that I, I over-invested in stuff and not all of it was aligned. And that's exactly why I'm here. Okay. Before I go off another, on another tangent, let's go on to the third tip. The third tip is to know that nothing is guaranteed. A lot of coaches, and it even happened to me today on a call, which no shame on people who do this, but a lot of people say, I guarantee you will make your investment back. And I don't think anyone has the authority to guarantee that. And the reason why I say this is because no coach or educator can guarantee that you are going to show up and do the work. That's something that only you can guarantee, you know, and you showing up to do the work is usually what's required to get the outcome from whatever it is you're investing in. So like if you buy, let's see, let me look at my, let me look at my um, bookshelf over here. So if you buy a book called Yoga Anatomy, which is one of my books for my yoga teacher training, if you buy the book Yoga Anatomy, you're not going to suddenly know the alignment of yoga poses just because you bought the book. Like you have to put in the work and read it. And you have to put in the work to review the information. Like there's work on your end. So if I sold the this book, Yoga Anatomy, I don't have the authority to say like, you're going to make your investment back on this, what, $20 book. I don't know how much it cost me. You're, I guarantee you're going to make this investment back. I don't have the authority to guarantee that because you can buy a book and have it sit on your shelf. So same thing with any container you invest in. You can, you can invest in a container and realize while you're in it that it's actually not in alignment with you. You know, maybe, maybe the work doesn't resonate with you. Maybe the coach, you know, is delivering their side of the bargain, but it wasn't what you expected and it's not actually feeling good in your body. So then maybe you won't show up for the work. So when you're thinking of investing into a program, look into the work that's required of you. Like what actually are you going to be doing in, in this program, in, the, in a course, uh, in a book, like whatever it is that you're deciding to invest in, in a retreat, like is the work that you're required to do? Is that something that fits into your life? Can you make it fit into your life? Is it something that you even desire to fit into your life? Is it something that you're emotionally available for? Is it something that like, are you investing in a program or in a coach because you're looking for someone else to quote, fix your problem or give you the answers? Because newsflash, that is, that's not happening. It's up to you to do the work. So when you're investing, are you are you hoping, like this was a big one for me, are you hoping that your investment is going to equal the amount of money you end up making in your business? Because that's, this was a big one for me because like that's what a lot of people that I've at least seen on the internet who like to talk about manifestation and money mindset, I've heard them say it, like the amount that you invest in yourself is the amount of money you will make like times 10 or times whatever number. And um, if you're, but I feel like that like leaves out a part of the picture because if you're only investing a certain amount of money just because that's what you want to make this year, then there's like, it's not, you haven't looked at all edges or all like facets of the decision-making process. Hope this, I hope this is making sense. 
really hope that's making sense because this really is all, all this work about investing in yourself really is an inside job. It's an internal thing. And, and the deeper, the deeper you can be connected with your inner world and like who you are and just being like aware of your thoughts, your feelings and emotions without identifying with them, like without getting lost in them. And in a way where you can kind of like look at yourself objectively, then that's where you can learn to make better decisions. And that's exactly why I do what I do with my one-on-one mentorship program. There's a lot of mindfulness work that goes into our four months working together in grounded growth. And I do this because I want you to have your own empowerment to make your own decisions moving forward. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to share my experiences, to share the knowledge that is coming through to me through my life, through my learnings, through my self-development, through my business journey, and sharing them to serve you. And then in my containers, helping you develop the tools that you need to be connected with your own inner voice. Because someone told me this today in a call, someone who's an intuitive uh, guide, She said that 90% of humans are living in uh, survival mode. We're still stuck in this like old mind experience or like way of carrying ourselves, which really served us in the past. Like that helped us run away from lions and bears and tigers. Oh my. (laughs) But now we like, we don't have that. You know, we have all these luxuries and it's time for us to unlearn the programming that used to serve us. So that's why I do what what I do. And there's a link in the show notes to learn about my one-on-one mentorship. And I do have two spots open right now. So I would love to chat with you about it. Okay. Let's move on to tip number four. I think we're on number four. Number four, mm, this one, this tip is probably my favorite probably my favorite. Like when I like sit and visualize who I was even just two years ago, like hearing these words would have been mm, like, like honey, like if they would have made me feel so seen, so held and just like warm and shiny and bubbly inside. So, okay. (laughs) So tip number four is trust in what's accessible to you right now in this current moment trust what you have access to. So sometimes, sometimes it makes sense to not invest thousands of dollars. And I know that's controversial to say, because I know there's a bunch of, I know there are a bunch of coaches and consultants and mentors and educators online who are telling you that I can't afford it is bullshit, which Yes, using those words, like using those words, you want to be very intentional with the way you speak about money, which is a tip that we talked about earlier, the money mindset work. So on that level, it is bullshit because the wording isn't actually true. The reason why I say to trust in what's accessible to you now is sometimes it is valid that it's not the right time for you to spend thousands of dollars on a coach at this time. I keep emphasizing like at this time and now in the current moment, because I really believe that money's all about timing. You know, most, most of what exists that you want to invest in, and honestly, I would probably say all of it. I'll say it, all of it. <laughs> Everything that you want to invest in, that you desire to invest in will always be available to you. It will always be there because that's the nature of the of this universe. It has your back. So what you desire to invest in now that doesn't really make sense will still exist in the future. It might be at a higher price point. It might be with a different person. It might be at a different location, like depending on what the thing is. But you will always be able to find what you need when you need it because this universe has your back. 
So when you're new to this entrepreneurial space, or maybe it's been a while and you're still kind of figuring things out, things are slowly moving and you're, you've kept up the excitement and you kind of, you know, maybe you feel a little bit of pressure to get booked out ASAP. So you feel like spending thousands of dollars on people to help you. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if, if that decision to invest is coming from an aligned and abundant place, then that is amazing. Go ahead and do it. But sometimes like it can be easy to be unconscious of the fact that we're, we're investing out of fear or scarcity, you know, especially if I mentioned this earlier, but especially if you're investing from a place of like, this is the thing at this level, because I'm spending $5,000 on this person, that means I'm going to make $5,000 this month. Like, no, if it's, if it comes from a fear or a scarcity of like, I need this person, otherwise I won't succeed, then it's not going to work because it comes back to how you feel when you release the money. So if you can develop this deep trust that you already have everything that you need, like an affirmation I have on my fridge is, I have everything I need to thrive. You do. You have everything you need right now. So if you're listening to this and you already have books, courses, uh, maybe you have like free resources, maybe you already are working with a coach, maybe you have like recordings from a coach you've worked with in the past, like you probably already have a ton of resources. And maybe this podcast transmission here is your little friendly and warm and loving reminder to dive back into that and actually do the work this time. <laughs> you know, sometimes sometimes we can um, get distracted. Like I watch a lot of master classes, and sometimes like it's time to turn it off and then like forget to go back to it. So this is your reminder to dive back in. And a lot of things too, like when you revisit it, like even just a book, I'm sure you've had this experience when you revisit a book or a masterclass or even a course, like you are at a different kind of like level of consciousness because you've had some time to grow, to learn, to move through the world. So when you're coming to the space to learn again, because you've changed a little bit internally, some things, some new things will resonate with you or like the information is going to hit differently. So this is your reminder to dive back into that because you don't need to spend thousands of dollars on coaches or courses to be successful. And, you know, and I know that I show up here as a mentor and I'm going to say something that like no mentor or coach really wants to say, but, you know, I'm here to serve you. And I'm going to tell you, you don't need a coach. You don't need a mentor. You have everything you need. And if you decided to work with me, I wouldn't want you to come from this place of like, I need her. Oh my gosh. I need to work with her. Otherwise I won't be successful. No, I don't want you coming from that place. I want you to come from a place where you're confident in your own abilities. You know that you are able to reach the goals that you have in mind. You know that you can get paid doing what you love. And at the same time, you see the value in interconnectivity, meaning you see the value of like coming together with someone else and getting the mirroring, whether it's with a one-on-one -on -one coach, whether it's in a group container or in a community, like there's so much more we can do with community. Like even in my life, like there's so, oh my gosh, I'm getting goosebumps because I'm like, all these things are flooding to me of like event planning and even like going through yoga teacher training, starting my business, like master classes I've sold. Like not, I really feel like I would not have been able to do all of that without having community and without having other people to like share my goals with, to hold me accountable, to, 
give me inspiration just from them sharing like what they're going through. So that's the space that I want my clients to come from when they invest in me, like knowing that, knowing that you don't need me, but you see the value in working with someone. Those are like two totally different things. And I want you to really trust in what you already have access to. And what this did for me, like learning to trust what I have access to, it stopped this like never ending quest of always looking outside of myself for answers, you know, and that, that quest creates so much insecurity, like feeds into my old beliefs from childhood of like being unworthy and not being enough. So like developing this trust of like, I already have what I need. Let me look at like, what resources do I have? Let me get resourceful. Like based on this, what I have, like, what are the action steps I can do right now to grow? Okay. So you already have everything you need to be successful, whether it's something you've already paid for, whether it's free information on the internet, whether it's you getting quiet and listening to your own intuition, you have everything you need. Okay. Speaking of listening to your intuition, time for our last tip, which is tip number five, small daily investments, making small daily investments. So there's this, there's this tree in my neighborhood that I like to visit and it's, it's so beautiful. It's huge. It's on a sidewalk in front of a house. And like this tree is so huge that it like almost covers and gives shade to the entire street. It's like a two lane street, like one lane on each side. So it's a pretty big tree. And when I look at this tree, I'm always in awe of how huge it is because I know that that growth didn't just happen overnight. Like it happened gradually, you know, nature, nature grows in very tiny daily steps. And I think that you can learn so much from nature because everything in nature is getting done in a grounded and harmonious way. And this is, this is what I strive to create in my own business and to create in my clients' lives of growing, whether it's personal growth or business growth in a way that's grounded and harmonious because it's authentic to you. So for this last tip, I invite you to figure out a way, like a small daily step that is going to compound over time where you can invest in yourself. And I can't tell you how to do this because the only person that can answer that question is yourself. But some ideas are, you know, obvious ideas of like breath work, meditation. Um, I'm laughing because I feel like that's like, like that's like advice that I always hear all the time. Um, But it's helpful for me to always remember that just because I hear advice all the time doesn't mean that you listening here hears it all the time. So apologies for laughing. (laughs) So some ideas, breath work, meditation, journaling, doing some EFT tapping, 15 minutes of reading every day. Maybe you go for a 20 minute walk every day. Maybe you do some dancing every day. Maybe you do some uh, inner child work by drawing with crayons every day, just to draw without any, without any like attachments to it, looking good, just to like express yourself and be express yourself like espresso, (laughs) just to express yourself and just like be creative. And I find that very meditative of just drawing, just to draw. Yeah. That's not, that's not a side of myself that I share on the internet. So I hope that this episode helps you feel empowered. I hope that if you came into this episode with where you were kind of on the fence with investing in something, I hope that this episode made like helped you sit and like really decide on like, all right, what is actually aligned for me? And I hope that this episode can save you both time and money <laughs> because, um, yeah, I feel like if I heard this advice two years ago, 
I would have saved a lot of time and money. Not that I regret anything. I feel like all of my investments kind of led me in a very divine, like timing is so divine. I feel like everything I invested in really led me to this place that I am now. Like every single thing, like if I really sit and look back, yeah, every everything led me to now, like even things that weren't aligned, that information of knowing like this isn't aligned was very helpful because then it helped me look like, okay, I know this isn't it. So what else is there? <laughs> so if this is something that you want more help with, I again invite you to my one-on-one mentorship, Grounded Growth. I also have a workshop about releasing imposter syndrome that can be very helpful in this space of like being indecisive and not knowing not knowing what step to take next in the investment realm. And if you have questions on either of those and you are wondering which one would be better for you, feel free to reach out to me. So I'm on Instagram at selfexpressbabe. That's where I hang out the most. If you don't have Instagram and you do have um you do have Facebook. You can look up Self-Expressed Babe on Facebook. You'll find my community there, Self-Expressed Babes. And yeah, you can find my profile through there. It's just Celia Antonia, which I'm sure you see my name from whatever platform you're on, on um, uh, wherever it is you're listening to this podcast, because I know it's in a few different places. So if you look up my name on Facebook, I think there's only one other person in the world with my name which I wonder if I'm related to her (laughs) because my grandfather did have like four or five brothers. So overseas, overseas family can get a little distant, right? Yeah. I'll just end the podcast here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to my rambling. Thank you for listening to my tangents. And I hope that this episode serves you and I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe, and that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.